Hey, Olivia, this is Kat's husband, Noah. Um, <laughs> I think she knows. Just, just watched your show. Just listened to it. Loved it. Really enjoyed it. Felt like I was there. Um, brought back a lot of memories. Yeah, just that was great. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep producing what you're producing. Keep putting out the content that you're putting out. I, I, I'm, I'm your biggest supporter, all right? You ever feel like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You let me know when you get to that point, because I will tell you, you're doing it. Because people like me need this kind of content. And here's Isaiah sucking on his hand. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but he liked it too. He said he was just bummed that he didn't get a feature, but next time, next time. Okay, love you, bye. Hi, you guys, and welcome back to The Baby Cake Show. So before we hop into today's episode, I want to address the lack of episode last Tuesday. I was actually down in Austin, Texas, and I recorded an entire episode, but I was sick and I sounded awful and I didn't want to put you guys through that, so I decided not to post it. But we are back this week, we'll be back next week, and hopefully every Tuesday following that. I think my voice sounds a little sick still, so hopefully it's not too unbearable, but we're posting this week regardless. So today's topic is maybe a little controversial. I don't know. I think everyone will have their own opinions on it, but I'm going to give my opinion on it. And it is the topic of technology etiquette in today's culture, or really the lack of technology etiquette in today's culture. So I talk a little bit about this. I'm also interviewing some of my family members on it. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's listen in. No one talks about technology etiquette at all. Do you, what do you think? No, they don't. No one talks about it. Oh, nobody talks about it. And every I think everybody just acts like it's okay. Like, we've just accepted so many things are okay with your phone. Yeah. Or like, okay, I work in retail, and I'm not saying that you need to be engaged with me as I'm checking you out, but I am trying to handle, like, help you and handle your money, and I need information from you to check out. Am I close enough? Yeah, you're I need information to check you out, but some people like will sit there and they'll be staring at their phone or they'll be on the phone and I have to ask questions and I'm put in a really awkward position of being like, I just get ignored. That's like, what it as is. A per- and I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I work in customer, you should respect, I mean, too, there is a level of like human decency that you should have in respecting someone trying to help you. But yeah. people will just sit there and they're like so absorbed and they don't hear you. And I just think, especially in these situations when you're when you're having an interaction with someone, if you can't stop looking at your phone, I think there's actually a real issue there. What's another example of poor technology etiquette that you can think of? The one that I see most often, um, because I walk up to class to KU. And so I've noticed, especially today, I was walking and I got stuck behind two people who were on separate occasions, who were both on their phone, but their eyes were glued to their phone. Their head was down and they were walking so slow. They were so unaware of their surroundings. And it just was so annoying because people also, when they're on their phones and they walk, they tend to take up the whole sidewalk. There's like, there's no awareness for who's behind you, who's ahead of you. Maybe you should step to like... I will get on my phone when I'm walking to change my music a lot or to quickly send a text out, but I, I keep my phone down and I look up a lot. 
There's awareness. There's awareness because I don't – and then I put it away pretty quick because I, I don't particularly well, like – Well, I was going to say, I – we both – well, Hannah's still at the University of Kansas, but I went there. Um, one thing I noticed from time to time is that people will watch Netflix films yeah, or YouTube videos while walking – and I think it's creating this sense of disconnection from reality. There's a time and place for everything, but your 10-minute walk to and from class does not need to be you watching a Netflix show. and I Or just scrolling through an app. Yeah, I think we'll dig into this topic in another episode, but... Another thing I've noticed a lot in today's culture is this need to be constantly entertained at all times. And I think that tied with, you know, the need to be highly connected through means of social media or technology is just what's really leading to this poor technology etiquette. Because there's no awareness. There's No one even realizes what they're doing is quite rude. No, and you see if you walk – I mean, there weren't very many people out this week because it's final. So, But when you're walking and there's a ton of people, then you really see it because mm-hmm. everybody's just staring at their phone. And it's not a generational thing. It's not just it's not, Gen no, Z. It's everybody. I think as time has gone on and more people have um, acquired handheld technology like phones and iPads and tablets and whatnot, mm-hmm. it is everyone. Um, yeah, I think it's so funny when people, it's not young when people, people get mad at, uh, little kids. I, I'm not very fond of this when people give little kids iPads to keep them occupied at a restaurant or something and people get mad at that. But then I'm also thinking, yeah, well, you're the same person who's outside walking and staring at their phone. You're doing the same thing just yeah. in a slightly different context. Yeah. I think you can be technology aware and not be technology dependent. So where this topic actually comes from is on my flight down to Austin, Texas last week. They dim the cabin lights. It's an evening flight. It's dark. They dim all the lights and I'm tired. So maybe I'm more prone to being irritated, but I just want to read, put on some instrumental music, kind of zone out for the duration of the flight. And I have an aisle seat. Well, the woman to my right on the posing aisle seat is on her phone for the entirety of the flight, which obviously I don't care what she's doing and she has the freedom to do whatever she pleases, I guess, so long as it's legal. Anyway, her brightness is at 100% and she's opening apps and closing apps and switching and it's just this light and all these colors changing And I know she's just trying to fill time while she's on the flight, but it's just this really weird thing when I'm trying to focus on reading and in my peripheral vision, there's all these lights changing, which is kind of distracting, to be honest. And I just thought to myself, there's no real awareness that what she's doing on her phone is causing distraction to people around her, which I would say is somewhat rude. I know it was most likely unintentional, but it does not mean it's not rude. Funny enough, on my flight home from Austin, the exact same thing happened. An older woman was like fidgeting on her phone and she had her brightness really high. And I just, again, I mean, 
I just think there needs to be a little more awareness about... <laughs> Bless you, Hannah. There needs to be a little more awareness. <laughs> Your sneeze sounded so crazy. I don't know that I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. There just needs to be more awareness about technology use. And even if you have the freedom to use your technology, let's be more intentional about having good mannerism and etiquette around that technology use. So I asked Elizabeth what her thoughts are when people check their phones while she's talking to them. And this is what she had to say. It doesn't really feel like you're having a conversation and they're engaging in it. Yeah. And I'm a very person. I love, I really like to talk during a conversation and I like to know that they're listening and I'm listening. You, you like to be highly engaged. Yes. Yeah. And like when they're on the phone and stuff, I just feel like they're not really like connecting. And it's like, yeah, you can be on your phone like doing stuff, but it's like if they're not like, but if you're not taking the time like talking to me or someone else. Yeah, um, and just on your phone, it just feels like it just doesn't feel isn't really going. Yeah, it feels here. they don't value what you're saying. But also, yeah. you know, when you get a, a notification on your phone, say I'm talking to you right now, and I get a notification on my phone, and I read it, all of a sudden my attention is now diverted to what I just read. Yeah, so it's it's hard to be highly focused and engaged in a conversation when at the same time I'm looking at things on my phone or reading things on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, I'm definitely not perfect with my tech use in front of people. And it's something I'm trying to drastically improve. And just, again, I've become anti-phone, so <laughs> I just don't even like to be near my phone at this point. But um, there's been so many moments when even mom or dad is talking to me and I'm looking at my phone over something and I kind of lose track of what they're saying. And then when I jump back in, it's awkward to yeah. be like, can you go back 20 words? Cause I was not paying any attention. It even makes it as like the person consumed, like on their phone, not being polite. It makes it awkward for you when you realize you just got caught out yeah. on your phone. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. I do get in that habit of like actually having a conversation with someone and I look at my phone and they're continuing to talk and I'm like, oh shoot, I just like literally like missed a whole minute of like you talking and now I feel bad and I don't. Yeah. Mind. And it just kind of like lessens the converse, the value of the conversation. Yeah. And I, every time I do it, I feel super rude and just because yeah. it's just, I, I don't know. It's kind of a gutty feeling. When I was back in college, I loved sitting in the front. I think it's because my attention could be on the professor and I wouldn't have to worry about looking at, you know, several rows of students. But on occasion, if it was assigned seating or if I was late, I would, I wasn't really, it was assigned seating. I hate to say that I was mm -hmm. that student that hated being late, but I was. Um, but when I would be stuck sitting in the back, Everyone has their computers open because a lot of the classes at KU, you could use your computer. And so many people during class will be watching sports games on mute. They will be watching The Office Show with subtitles. They will be watch online shopping, all of these things to where it's a huge distraction to those behind them because you see all these things on the screen and are, you know our subconscious reaction is to look when we see movement of any form. So you go to school and you 
I think, have a no technology policy in class. No technology. And Elizabeth's in high school. You're a sophomore. Yep. Sophomore. The couple students that might get on their phones to check something mid-class and have it be very um, secretive, it, it, they're, they don't want anyone to see. So no one's really going to see it. But in college, again, there's rarely does a class have no technology because a lot of the classes I was in the business school, a lot of the classes you have to use your laptops for projects and assignments and in-class stuff. But, um, you know, I just think again, even though technology is often supposed to enhance our learning experience and enhance our lives to some degree, it takes away because if you're not using it, how it's intended. So in class, you're not using it just to do the assignment or take notes. It becomes a huge distraction to those around you. And I think you just have to be conscious about your technology use. This is so, this is kind of out of pocket, but I had an essay over um, why students should be, a a presentation over why students should be allowed certain things in a study hall. Yeah. Um, And I used, I compared it to more of so of a classroom as in like, yeah. Whereas in a study hall, um, I feel like a student should be able to. And keep in mind that um, our school is like very strict about like you shouldn't be using your phone. You, yeah. A lot of some teachers don't allow you to listen to music, which I don't think is um, right. And they don't let you do other things. Yeah. Which I remember when I was there, we would get on our phones. You were able to do that? I don't know if we were supposed I can't remember if we were supposed to, but we would, you know, you would kind of check things on your phone well, secretly. Well, they let you do that, but it's, like, secretly. I feel yeah. like it should be something that a student can do, and it's not like they should be, like, having to hide it. Yeah. I totally agree with, like, a student shouldn't be using, like, electronics for purposes of, like, Entertainment, entertainment or stuff. distraction. But I feel like yeah. in a study hall setting, where I feel like a phone, like, you aren't really having to be distracted by your phone or anything you don't really have yeah it's i think it's because you're not you're not listening to professor yeah or sorry a teacher you're just you're in class really filling that one hour time before your next period and so if you're on your computer or your phone it's not like you're distracting the teacher yeah it's you're really just in a one hour holding period where especially if you have your homework done and stuff i mean you guys should be at liberty to do as you please but now I will say from an older perspective, I think it's good for people not to be on their phones all the time. So it's a good, it's uncomfortable, but it's a good experience for you to be in, to maybe have that one hour where you can't be on your phone. I just feel like City Hall should be a time where a student gets to choose their own, gets to evaluate their own time during a study hall. Whereas like a class, you can't really do that at yeah. all. Like you have to like pay full attention. But like, I feel like a study hall should be a time where a student can like just have that time where they can figure out what to do um, with their, yeah, like, with their free time. Yeah. No, I definitely but agree. Yeah. Good old study hall. So I've been reflecting on my college comments of the people, you know, the seven rows of people online shopping and watching sports games on mute and whatnot. And I know it sounds harsh for me to call that out because – you know, sometimes classes are boring and sometimes you really just want to turn in an assignment or get your participation credit, whatever it may be. But I am someone who actually really loved school when I was in school and I tried very hard to focus on the professor and learn the material and have a takeaway from my experience in each class. 
And, you know, I definitely think professors know when their students are not paying attention and when they're doing things on their computers. And by the way, I, I think that's very rude. Um, I know we're paying to be there. And so you can make the argument that you can do whatever you want with your time, but you are still dealing with real people and you have students behind you who can see your screen or beside you who can see your screen. So, you know, if you're in school and you have the habit of online shopping or watching sports games or the office on mute, maybe stay home from class. I know it's harsh, but maybe stay home from class, lose that participation credit, and you can watch the game or the office or whatever it is with sound. You don't even have to watch it on mute when you watch it at home. And the people around you don't have to look at six screens of six different sports games taking place so yeah i did love when the tas would sit in the back they'd be like don't get on stuff we have tas in the back and the tas could then kind of watch but that wasn't every class ad break just kidding i don't have any sponsors on this show but i hope you guys enjoy this tune my younger sister elizabeth made with the help of hannah and emma Hello. Hey, are you at home? Uh, no, not right now. I'm over at Pat's. Will you be home within the next hour and a half? Mm, uh, probably not. Jonah's home. You can ask Jonah. I'm trying to interview people for my episode, but that's okay. Oh, I, I will. I will be there. I can do that. We have a recovering phone addiction. <laughs> I'll give you that one. No, I'm <laughs> I don't even think I'm recovering. I'm an active phone addict. Everyone is because we were saying everyone is. We were saying that it's not really just young people; it's older people. But I think young people have more of a an excuse because when you're 14 years old, you can't drive places. You can't. You're often on your parents' schedule, and so what's your outlet to talk to your friends? It's your phone. Mm-hmm. But older people, well, it's not the night. You know, it's one of those things where you have your phone. Yeah. What do I do on my phone? I look up recipes. I love looking up recipes right now. It's like you can search my search engine. That's all that comes up is cookies, cakes, and pies. You've been making a lot of food, so that's good. Um, but I do love that about it. I love that I can look up recipes. I don't have to have go get to the store and get a cookbook. I love that I can access information of something that I'm looking up that I'm interested in. The issue is, is that it just gets to be just too much. Like I have so much that I can look up, I can research, I can yeah. think through. That your grandma actually, when you were talking about it, because I was telling her you were doing this podcast yeah, about technology. And she said, you know... The issue what's happened is people aren't, they don't, they don't think their own thoughts anymore as far as just being lost in your own train of thought. Like, you know how when you take a walk or you're in your car, it used to be a time period where you would literally just think, you know, you weren't listening to something actively engaging in something on your phone. It's like you're. Yeah, and that whole thing is gone, I think. Well, I was previously saying that there's this need to be constantly entertained entertained it's it literally and, stimulates the brain and stimulates the brain and any empty like time you have is filled with music or putting a show on in the background and everyone says you know if you're doing chores i do oh, think I just, you have to be careful though 
in the sense that just because somebody is sitting at a table on their phone does not necessarily mean you can't sit and say, oh, that person, they're on their phone. I think that's just wrong. Because honestly, it is a convenient thing to sit and look at your phone. I can be looking at news. I can be researching something, whatever. Um, I may have been busy all day talking to people all day, which normally I am in conversation all day. I kind of like to have that zone out period. No, and I I, I know the zone out. So if I'm sitting across from Neil, it doesn't mean Neil and I don't, you know, my husband doesn't mean that we don't communicate or talk. We're highly communicative couple, but Sometimes we just get tired and we want to just zone out for zone 15. Out. No, I know. That's what I, fair. I think the thing is that even if you want to veg out and be on your phone and you have the right to do that, I think there's common decency in acknowledging if you're ordering a coffee, putting your phone away, having that interaction with a person. If someone's talking to you, don't keep checking your notifications on your phone. That's true. I think when you're at home, I think when you're around people you live with or with a lot, whether it's good friends or focus mom, your children, being on your phone is okay. There's time and places for everything. I think when you're walking or in a storefront or at a restaurant or whatever it is, when you're having a connection with someone you don't know, let's be decent human beings and just realize we don't have to exist we can exist apart from technology there's just this foreign thought where you can't even leave your house for an hour without your phone you know it is true it is crazy I'm a, i have to have my little phone with me dad forgot his phone at the store the i other was day. proud of him that was great we were all trying to get all of them but we're all phone addicted i mean you guys are listening to this probably on your phone so keep listening though i think Part of the issue is I'm having a little bit of a technology crisis. I look around and I just see so many people using their technology in public spaces. And I'm, you know, not trying to be judgmental, but it's frustrating to see a lack of manners. And whether I'm at a coffee shop or a restaurant or Wherever there's just so, or an airport, there's just so much technology use. And I think why I brought up the story of the airplane is because there was no connection, there's no cellular connection, there's no Wi Fi. Um, and so, still in that moment, to feel the need to open apps and close apps, it's just It's weird. I just feel people can't disconnect. And so I know this is kind of labeled as technology etiquette, and I'm more talking about technology addiction. But I think technology addiction has been highly, um, it's been highly accepted in society. And I'm not saying my life has been void of eras of technology addiction. I've definitely noticed it in my own life. I mean, I, so I read a lot. I love to read, but if I go three months without reading and I start to consume a lot of online content, honestly, even three weeks, but if I'm consuming a lot of online content and I try to read again, there's a lag. I'll open a book and it becomes somewhat of a chore. It's not just me enjoying a book. It's genuinely a chore for me to stay focused. And so, you know, whether it's reading books or being able to hold conversations over hard topics or just not feeling the urge to look at your phone 
every 30 minutes you're working or doing homework or whatever it may be. I just, I see a lack of attention. I feel our attention spans are shrinking. And I know I I have this podcast and it's a space I can come and, you know, create something and hopefully my family members and a few other people enjoy it. And I know people are listening to it using technology. And so technology can enhance our lives. I think you can listen to so many great podcasts or watch great shows and all of that. But again, the core thing is there is a time and place for everything. It doesn't mean that we need to be constantly entertained. It doesn't mean that we are going to miss out on life if we're away from our phones for two or three hours. There's something freeing about not having your phone on you. I actually work on my laptop and I take calls on my phone. And so, and when I was in school, I was on my laptop and phone all the time. But so I've always had to be highly um, engaged through means of technology. And most people are. So the moment I can step away from it is such a freeing moment. And whether it's putting my phone away at 8 p.m. and not looking at it again until 9 a.m. the next day, or if it's leaving it in the car while I run into a store, or if it's not taking it on my morning coffee run with Hannah, then, you know, small steps can go a long way. I'm not perfect on any of this. I definitely use my phone. I've definitely been guilty of using my phone in public around people who probably were tired of seeing people on their phones and there I am. But I am definitely making a conscious effort to not be on my phone in public and to just enjoy life in the moments I have being in the real world. Now, if you guys see me on my phone in public, I do apologize um, for my lack of manners. But yeah, I'm really trying to improve on that. So that is a wrap on this week's episode. I know it was a little bit everywhere as I was interviewing kind of my family members. I was voicing my opinion. Hopefully it wasn't too harsh. I hope you guys... If you disagree, that's okay, but I hope you did take something away from this. As always, if you guys want to support me, you can follow this show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. You can also find The Baby Cake Show on Instagram and Twitter. And until next Tuesday, I will catch you guys soon. Ciao. Everybody, uh, it is your...